Welcome to Calibration Station. Um, today, I'm joined with my guest, Ben Dixon. Ben, how would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, everybody. I'm Ben Dixon. Um, I live here. That's awesome. Yeah, hell <laughs> yeah, man. So, Ben, what's your, what's your current opinion of life? My current opinion of life? Uh, there's On a lot of ways opinion, I can take sorry. that question. Yeah, I, that was, like, pretty vague. I, I mean, I, I want to keep it vague, but, like, um, let yeah. me try to reword the question. Uh, what's your sure, opinion sure. on your current life? Uh, my current life? Well, right now, right now, I would say I'm in a bit of a, bit of a flux because I've got a lot of stuff going on, and I have a lot of planning to do for next semester that I haven't hmm. really gotten into yet so it's i'm i'm a little uh, discombobulated if you will right now <laughs> okay okay just for our listeners um what exactly is your major and where do you go to school yeah I, i'm a penn state student university park here um my major is material science and engineering and i'm a senior going into my fifth year that's awesome dude do you know what you want to do exactly after you get your degree? Like what kind of field of work uh, in regards to material science? Uh, yeah, actually, I want to open up my, um, an apple cider factory and name it Dixon Cider. Dixon Cider. Dude, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it seems like you, you got it all planned out. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Ah, uh, no, I actually, I don't really know what I want to do. I'm just going to play the job market, see where I end mm. up. And if I don't like where I end up, go from there, find something else. Yeah, that makes sense. Like kind of feel it out, see what you want to yeah. do. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't have any like real work experience in my major yet. So I don't mm -hmm. really know if I'm going to like the actual jobs I'm going to end up with. I just yeah. know I like the subject matter in school. So, like, okay. I don't know. See how what happens, you, I guess. Sorry. How did mm -hmm. you get interested in um, material sciences? Um, back in high school, uh, there was one year, I think it was my junior year, that the school added a material science elective. And I was trying to figure out what elective to take. And I saw that and I was like, oh. Looks interesting. I'll try it out. And I tried it out and it was pretty fun. Nice. And I'm like, oh, this is a thing I didn't know existed before. And then I started applying to college senior year. And I'm like, what do I want to do in college? Yeah, I'll try out material science. And then if I don't like it, I'll switch out. Yeah. Do you think you're more of like a go with the flow type of person or or no? Yeah. I definitely am. I'm not the best at planning things out or sticking to plans. So I just kind of say, hey, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> stay pretty in. flexible. Yeah, I try to. I think I'm the same way. Um, I'm just really like, I don't, I don't have too many worries about my, my, like my long-term life, I guess. I just kind of want to, mm. but I, I stress out about stuff like that's, um, I don't know, just like school presentations and stuff, stuff that's like really, mm -hmm. uh, really close. And it's like, um, I don't want to look stupid, I guess. I'm not too sure. 
but I you know what that. I mean. Yeah. yeah, I feel that. But overall, I think I'm like a, a pretty worry worry free person. So it's it's a weird combo. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any cool. plans for like navigating your future? Just however you uh, want to take that question. <laughs> well, right now, I guess like my immediate future, my summer, my plans are waiting to hear back from the internships I've applied to to see if I get any and keep applying to any more I am able to find. Yeah. Um, and if uh, none of that works out, probably just find a summer job, take mm-hmm. some summer classes if I can. I want to ask you, um, what, um, sorry, what, but <laughs> what do you think yeah, the hardest up? part about like finding an internship right now is? Ooh. In my opinion, the hardest part about finding an internship is getting them to reply. Because mm-hmm. more than half of the internships I've applied to, I just haven't heard back from them at all. Like I haven't gotten an interview for them or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and I feel like a major part of that is one not having any like connections in the company or anything you're just sending in an application dry if you will quote unquote um but then the second part is making sure that your cover letter and your resume and everything is interesting enough so that whoever's reading however many applications they have to read thinks oh some potential for this person there um then you gotta you gotta get you got to get the right, I don't know, magnetism, I guess, in your application to get people to actually, like, take the first step in considering. And then from there, from there, it's a little easier because then you get, like, an interview. You can talk to the person. You can actually, you know, yeah. put some more personality, put your put your real best foot forward. But uh, it's that first bit with the cover letter and resume and sending in the application that's uh, crucial and tricky to nail down yeah i have um a mentor i'm doing like a mentee mentor program so actually i'm the mentor and i have a mentee so um Uh basically what he wants is to like his main goal is to get a secure an internship and he's applied for like 15 different places and it's like he's like how do you not have an internship like even even though you're putting in all this effort and it, he just like he's kind of in the same boat as you, where he doesn't have any like um any work experience, and he's just like it's it's definitely like really hard for him. And I I don't really know how exactly I can help him besides like keeping him accountable because I've never had an internship. I don't really know like what the process is like. I'm just kind of like I wanted to be a mentor and. <laughs> <laughs> like he got paired up with me and I, I want to try my best to help him. So that's, that's kind yeah. of like why I wanted to ask you, but yeah, it's, he's definitely like in the same boat as you and it's tough out there right now for sure. Very. Um, I was fortunate enough to get an internship through my graduate advisor. Like, um, oh. he, yeah, he does this like, well, our funding is uh, funded. Like we get money through the Navy to do research 
um, okay. for, for our like masters and our PhD programs, uh, for this specific advisor only, but, okay. um, yeah. So in the summer, um, we continue our research at the Navy research lab in Washington, mm-hmm. DC. So it's pretty much like our internship is just like continuing our research. Um, got it. Yeah. So the, I, I got super lucky in that sense, but. Yeah, um, just in general, I think it's really hard to get an internship right now. But yeah, it definitely is. Okay, uh, I, wanna... I remember. Oh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. I just I had a quick question. I remember you talking about your research before, and I thought it had something to do with like radio waves, right? Yeah, yeah. I do uh, electromagnetism. I use um, I use radio waves to detect movement um, induced by drone rotors. So like the drone oh. propellers that are spinning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I use my radar to shoot the drone, illuminate the drone, and um, say say the drone's like really far away, like really far mm-hmm. away. You don't know if it's like a bird or something. Yeah, it's and, just like and, a speck in the horizon. Right, right. And since some um, drones are getting like a lot more popular and mm-hmm. like pretty much like there's so many uses for it, whether oh, yeah. it's like consumer use or military use. Um, mm-hmm. it's starting to become important for like a anti-drone devices, like stuff that can shoot down yeah. drones or something. Um, Makes sense. My my main part is just to detect if it's a drone or not. So um, I do that by okay. like picking up those rotor spins that induce like the Doppler shift. But oh, yeah, okay. yeah that's what that's I neat. do specifically. I I actually didn't. Like I wasn't super into it at first. I thought it was like mm-hmm. it was like okay, cool. I have like a research topic, and then it was like yeah, uh, this is kind of lame though. I thought I'd be like changing the world in a big way, <laughs> and I realized like no, that's that no, like this is this is a very good research topic. I'm 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 very lucky to have like a this kind of research topic in, in my opinion. But yeah, yeah, definitely. For sure, man. Is there any like is there any research that you do like any undergrad research or anything? I don't know how uh, it works in your department. Uh to be honest, I don't really know how it works in my department either. Um <laughs> I know there's some students that get undergrad research with different professors um and I've asked a couple of professors in the past like if they need any help or if they have like spots open and they're like nah, my research group's full or Nah, my research is suspended right now because of COVID. <laughs> wow. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, do you guys have a capstone, like a senior design project? Yeah, we do. We, uh, have, there, we have, I think, two capstone options. There's a senior design project with a group. And then I think there was also like a practical lab thing that's solo in one semester versus the group project, I think, is over two semesters okay okay you haven't done that yet have you like the no i'm doing that next year okay cool i wanted to get into like the kind of a a bigger topic a more fun topic in my opinion uh i wanted to ask you about it's uh on psychedelics in my little (laughs) questionnaire (laughs) on my little (laughs) questionnaire i just put psychedelics (laughs) and like yep i I first want to ask you, um, well, just to give a little preamble to our listeners, I don't think I've really talked about psychedelics on this podcast yet, but um, 
the first time I ever tripped was in uh, 2018, the week before fall finals, uh, fall semester finals. And mm-hmm. I did it in a group, like a pretty big group of like nine people or so. I remember and, that, dude. I was yes, in group. Yes, exactly. And, <laughs> and Ben was there um, with tripping with us. And it was just like one of the craziest. It was just so such a unique experience. Like I, I hadn't ever felt anything like that. And I went into it like oh, yeah. completely. Um, I didn't I didn't know what to expect at all. I, I didn't do any research into it. It was really just like a hey, you want to come do this thing with us this weekend? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, it like, it was, I didn't know what to expect. And it was just awesome. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you, Ben, oh, how yeah. did, uh, when was the first time you tried psychedelics? And what was it like? First time I tried psychedelics. Um, it was back in high school, actually, for me. Hmm. Uh it was my senior year yeah senior year in the spring um i and it was shrooms my first time my first time doing acid i believe was actually in that big group trip with you oh wow yeah okay great we did we had the same first acid trip but it was my second (laughs) psychedelic trip (laughs) um but yeah senior year high school we did shrooms. Um, I got them just from a guy I knew in high school, I guess, uh, with two other people, my friend Nick and my friend Ennis. Um, and we tripped at Ennis's place. He lives kind of a, it's not really a farm, but he lives, he lives kind of like out in the somewhat rural, uh, rural, ugh. English is hard in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> rural area in Washington, uh, you know, lots of like woods and a nice open field and the forest yeah. in his backyard and shit. And we're like, all right, we're going to spend Saturday. We're going to Ennis's place. <laughs> we're going to do some shrooms. It's going to be hype. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, get up, get some breakfast, drive over there. We get there, we meet up, we take the shrooms. And uh, it was it was pretty cool, man. I gotta say, I really, I really enjoy shrooms a lot in terms of psychedelics. I've only done shrooms and acid, but I definitely prefer shrooms to acid. Um, so I didn't really know what to expect going into this one, but I get there. We take the shrooms. Um, we're just kind of like chilling inside, waiting for it to, you know, hit. Yeah. Um, I think we were watching. We were watching Star Wars, I think. Yeah, we were. Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that's what we were watching. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I remember very specifically Jabba the Hutt from that movie when I was on acid. Jabba the Hutt looked very strange to me. He was like very warped and like, oh, how do I put it? It's like he kind of rippled a little bit. Hmm. And like uh, puffed up, he looked ew. <laughs> he looked like a a nasty old marshmallow. I don't oh, know. Wow. <laughs> it was it was strange. 
But yeah, the mm -hmm. CGI in those old Star Wars movies when you're either very high or on psychedelics is, is really funny to me. Cool. Um, but anyways, yeah, so Dreams hit. We're like, oh, okay, this is hitting. Um, and Brian, have you done Dreams before? Yes, I've, I've done yeah. Shrooms once um, with you, I think, and like in a group. Oh, yeah, that's right. In the, with, um, what's it called? Going up to the mountain, not the mountain, Shingletown Gap. Yeah, yeah that's right. We went hiking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was great with uh, Fernando. Uh, yeah, Fernando, that's Francisco, it. Francisco, that's what Francisco. Francisco, that's the one. Yeah, he oh, yeah, that was up. good. <laughs> man ran up the mountain and slides uh, yeah so I, I don't mean to cut you off but like um no, you're in your first trip did you go outside into nature at all because um oh yeah i was i was oh, just getting awesome. to that actually yeah yeah go ahead um go ahead, <laughs> so we were watching star wars and then we we're like we paused it and we we're like yo we're in it let's go to the woods <laughs> so we went outside we went out back in the woods um and uh, it was it was a good time. There wasn't anybody else really around, so it was just you know us three booing in the woods, touching mm. trees and shit. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm reading this Dreams book really... right now. Oh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm reading this book right now called um, "How to Change Your Mind." Uh, you've you've probably heard of it. I don't know if you have, honestly. How to change your mind? I think you've it, talked about this with me before, but refresh my memory. It's with um uh. It's about psychedelics, <laughs> and um, I don't know. Chris, Chris knows about it. Chris Potts. Um, shout out to Chris. But mm -hmm. <laughs> he knows. He like I, I brought the book up, and he's like, "Yeah, I read that. I totally read that book." And Stephen McCarrick too. But basically, it's a, just about like psychedelics and how to change your mind. <laughs> but right. it's it's about this guy, like the sixty year old dude who um, who kind of just. He he's not really a believer in psychedelics, but he this is the author too. Um, okay, he he knows a lot about the research of psychedelics in like a medical sense, and he writes a lot about like the history of it and like why it's in its state in today's age. And then um, mm. he goes on to like actually try psychedelics and writes about his experiences there, but. Mm. Um, it's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I'm still reading it. I only read like a few pages a night, but it's pretty consistent. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but <laughs> but it's it's like a pretty good book. Um, yeah, it's just about psychedelics. And the weirdest part was like, all you have to do is just the drugs give you like a, a kind of I don't want to say mystical, but like a, an experience and yeah it's definitely kind of spiritual i guess is the word i would use yeah yeah and yeah. um after it's over like you go back and you get your ego back and you're back to your like <laughs> normal self but uh -huh. you can kind of choose to like kind of get some takeaways from that experience like um it doesn't just have to be over like you can keep it you know like you yeah. can use the 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 kind of the ideas that you got from through that experience but definitely yeah yeah man um i had like a really crazy uh kind of like i do like solo trips so um i'm really comfortable by myself and i just feel like i have a lot more 
flexibility with what I can do when I'm by myself. Mm. So um, after I took like our first group trip, um, yeah. we did our first group trip. I waited pretty much like an entire year uh, holding on to the single tab of acid, uh, the single tab of LSD. <laughs> and I was just like, I was waiting for the perfect set and setting, like the perfect time uh, when the weather was nice, when I didn't have anything going on in my life that was like too pressing. And I just, I just held on to it. Like I kept it in my backpack everywhere I went. And eventually like uh, Labor Day of 2019 came around and I was like, yeah, this is the perfect time. And <laughs> it was, it was like, honestly, the greatest trip I've ever had. It was just really, yeah, me doing whatever I wanted. And that could have been like, Aww. like I, I was in my apartment alone, just like singing to myself, taking a shower, um, <laughs> completely naked, just like looking at myself in the mirror. This went on for like at least an hour, like random, like <laughs> peeking in my apartment. And it was, it was amazing. After that, I just like put on headphones, uh, got in some like clothes that I liked and I just walked around and listened to music. Like I walked around aimlessly around campus and it was freaking amazing. So that sounds pretty great. Yeah. Dude, do you have any like a uh, specific trip that you were like, man, that was really, really awesome. I mean, I really liked that, uh, trim script you and I went on mm. with uh, Francisco and Chris and, uh, whoever else was there. Yeah, for sure. Steven, that's who it was. That was that was fun. I just remember I liked talking with Francisco a lot because he was he was talking about his sister a lot because she died recently and yeah. how uh you know all this shit she did in like the Peace Corps in Africa and stuff and all the cool stuff and then you know he gets up that mountain and he's exhausted and out of breath and everything and <laughs> laying on the yeah. ground he's like yo guys my sister got me up that mountain and I was like yeah yeah that's yeah, what so these awesome. are about that was great. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so that was a good one. It was another shrooms trip I remember with uh I think Matt Murin was there, me, Chris. Uh who else was on that trip? And a couple other people, but we were we were booling in the arboretum, as we do, Penn State yeah. students. <laughs> oh yeah. Um not not the garden area, but like the woods. Yeah, um, yeah, and I remember I, I like to kind of like separate from the group during trips and just kind of like do my own thing for a bit and then come back later. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's been my, uh, that's been my uh, modus operandi. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of go wander off and then come back and everybody's like, oh, you're still alive. And I'm like, yeah. I'm, yeah I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I remember I took uh, that shrooms trip. Oh, Jaden was there. That's who it was. That shrooms trip, I was a little bit ahead of the curve because I ate all of the shrooms we had at once, and it was a fairly big dosage. Um, and so I, it all kind of hit me a little earlier than everybody else, and I peaked a little earlier than everybody else. Yeah. And I peaked while I was kind of like separating from people in the woods. Like they all mm -hmm. went off on a path, and I was just kind of like chilling by a tree. Yeah, yeah. And I just had this very weird internal dialogue with myself. It was like a almost an argument, but not really. 
Um, it was weird. It was like, it was like my head kind of split into two voices and I was like completely, completely independent of what my body was doing. Mm. So like I was, I was sitting down by a tree. I had a bag of some sort of like crackers or cookies or whatever I got from Snappies earlier. And I was like, just kind of like eating that and playing in the dirt while in my head I was like having almost a debate with myself about like the purpose of the structure of the higher education system in the United States. It was like, wow. I was, I was arguing for and against how it's set up right now. And it was like, I, was, <laughs> I don't know. It was just, it was, it was very, it was a very intense debate to me. One side of me was like, it's set up in a way where the people going into the system have the power to choose and discover what they're interested in, which should, in theory, allow for the best people to find the jobs that they're fit for. Mm-hmm. And then the against was, yeah, but then there's people who can't officiate their, not officiate, it's the wrong word, can't like, I don't know the word, can't like push themselves to go and explore the way that some people can, and they need a different system. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah, like they're not as extroverted with what yeah. they would want to do. Yeah, like they'll come to college and they'll be like, yeah, exactly. Like they'll come to college and then they'll be like, I want to be a reporter or something. I don't know. And then they'll do it and they'll start going into college and they don't like explore their options at all. They just kind of like go to their classes and if they hate it, then they hate it. If they don't, then it's fine. But they don't like, they don't use the system the way it was made to be used, you know what I mean? Right. So like, yeah. and I and I was just kind of like arguing for different ways to, uh, I don't know, discover that type of person's potential in the higher education system. It was, it was, it was a very strange debate. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you yeah. off there. Oh no, you're good. You're good. I was gonna say like, I think a lot of people feel that even if they're they don't like what they're doing and they're like a junior or senior i think at Mm -hmm. that point they think that you know it's they're too deep in it and it's like it's so hard to get out at that point because then you'd have to start the from back from like almost square one again if you wanted to do something else um do you think you're that way too or do you think you found like a major that you you really like no i think i found a major that i enjoy it's definitely it's okay, it's awesome. been interesting to me throughout my entire college career and it's still interesting now so i'm like okay i i chose i chose a good one <laughs> yeah that's great um for me it's it's kind of weird cuz i like electrical engineering but at the same yeah. time i i really i don't really like technology like if i could just live without a phone that would be amazing wow but I have friends and I have people that I want to talk to. So it's like, I stay connected. Right. It's really like, I have a very addictive personality. I think Um, whether it comes to like anime or games or Mm -hmm. it's like usually technology based. So Mm -hmm. um, 
you can usually find me like out in nature, out on Mount Nittany, or just trying to be outdoors away from technology, like whenever I can. So electrical engineering is definitely like a strange, kind of a strange major for me. But um, <laughs> even even though I'm like pretty deep, like I'm a, I'm in the graduate scene, and you know I've 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 made some decent progress, and I, I wouldn't be like completely opposed to changing um not my major but like what I want to do with my life because I know that mm. I just I want to be a professor and that's my end goal but it doesn't have to be okay. like strictly for electrical engineering it could be like I don't know <laughs> it could be anything as long as I get the opportunity to teach like that's what's important to me so, okay yeah yeah, I really so took us on a uh, took us on a tangent, but that's, that's <laughs> what I wanted. <laughs> cool. um, going back to psychedelics, um, yeah, <laughs> I think it's really awesome that you you kind of break off from the group too, because I get this. Uh, I feel obligated to kind of uh, do like conduct myself for the good of the group um, mm -hmm. whenever I'm I'm doing psychedelics in a group. But when I'm alone, then I do whatever I want. You know, it's like mm -hmm. um, you got you kind of have to like switch your your uh, what's the word? Not really values, but like um, priorities. Yeah, your priorities uh, when you're with a group. You know, for like the yeah, group, definitely. the priority of the group. And um, I don't know. I, I just kind of find it really res respectable that you can just break off and do your own thing because I always feel like. I want to break off, but I like, I don't want to make the other guys <laughs> feel bad, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's more of a, it's not even like I'm intentionally like, oh, I'm just going to leave now. It's more of a, I get distracted by something. And by the mm -hmm. time I realize it, everybody else is gone and I'm just kind of like doing <laughs> my own thing still. And I'm like, oh, this happened again. <laughs> Yeah, man. You think it's fine or like what what are your thoughts? Oh, about yeah, it's it? fine. I always come back and they're like, hey, there he is. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's become a meme at this point. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Have you ever tripped alone before? I haven't actually tripped alone. No, I've only ever done it in mm -hmm. groups. Do you think you're susceptible to bad trips? Yeah. Mm, depends on the psychedelic because I don't think... Actually, no, that's not true. I've definitely had a bad shroom trip. Or at least parts of a shroom trip have been bad. But yeah, no, I've I've definitely had some not great trips. Okay. Bad trips are a interesting phrasing though, because in my yeah. opinion, at least, even even bad trips have like value. You know what I mean? Right, right. Like, yeah. uh, there was one trip. It was me, Seth, Panza, Chris, and Ben. Funny. Um, and that was the trip where everybody everybody's ego died. <laughs> oh wow. You guys took a, oh, a yeah. heroic dose? <laughs> yeah, it was we took two tabs each and and that that was fine. But the kicker was you know how you know how weed and acid interact, right? Yeah. 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 So the kicker was before the peak, Ben Elsenheimer pulls out the giant joint re-rolled for later and says, time for weed. <laughs> oh, so man. we started smoking that before the peak, oh, well before man. the peak. 
and we yeah. finished it as we were hitting the peak and it was rough like yeah, i was sure. i was probably the least destroyed out of everybody because i was still like functioning but like chris was laying down on the couch just kind of like glassy-eyed and comatose he'd like mumble something every now and then like he was he was <laughs> in his head holy crap um pans have vanished by the way it was really funny he um he apparently he like called hunter and said like yo i want to pick me up i want to go chill at edith while we were tripping and smoking and then we all got so zoned out from smoking that by the time we realized the panza wasn't here he'd been gone for like a half hour and we were like where the fuck is panza <laughs> it was really wow. funny i called matt and I'm like yo is he edith and matt's like yeah and i'm like okay cool yeah. <laughs> but yeah that was rough like chris was zoned out ben was like sitting in a chair like almost crying he was having a bad time um and then yeah. seth was like talking to himself and debating himself in his room at uh the grad wow. and i was just kind of like pacing it was that was the wow. deepest i've ever gone into the psychedelic <laughs> into the psychedelic that's that's pretty into crazy <laughs> yes yeah it was no, uh it's like wow i can't i can't really i mean i think i had like a a, a challenging part in my first trip like in that group trip. yeah yeah for sure actually um and it was caused by weed it was caused by the smoking because like yep. we were uh after we were outside and we were, we did our thing like that was amazing and then we went back inside like pretty close or on the come down for sure but mm -hmm. um we were just chilling in the basement at edith and i took this massive bong rip like i was just like yeah, I've got pretty good smoking lungs. Like I can I can take this. And everything just got like really enhanced and it was like the stuff that I found like um uncomfortable became really uncomfortable and I couldn't stop focusing on it. Like I couldn't get it out of my head. It was just like if I focused on something, then that thing would just get amplified. And I I didn't know what to do at the time. I was just like um I remember uh, like changing my socks like multiple times and even changing my underwear. I had to borrow Matt's underwear because I was like, no, nah, I'm not comfortable in my underwear right now. I need I need like something else. Like, yeah, it was crazy. And um, like I couldn't hang out with the group. I didn't want to be a part of the group. So I went into like the kitchen and I brought my speaker out and I just like, I played this song on repeat while I danced to it and I chugged water from the sink. And that like, <laughs> that was so crazy. Cause it, it totally got me back into like this, this like, yeah. Cause I, I couldn't get the thought out of my head either that like I'm on drugs right now. Like I'm doing psychedelics. <laughs> I've, I've never tripped on acid before and I'm on drugs. Yeah. And that was like so vivid in my head. I was like, Am I a bad person or something? Nah. But but then yeah, right. As as I thought more about it, I was just like, you know, I can just stop like acting like this. I'm I'm letting this like really take control of me, but like mm -hmm. I can just stop whenever I want. And I would mm -hmm. I would stop and then it would all come tumbling back again. <laughs> like <laughs> it was it was crazy.
But listening to music and dancing and like not being a part of the group, that really helped me get into like a kind of like a, a funk where I was like, this is the greatest thing that has ever happened to me. <laughs> like I yeah. love this so much and I need to do it again. <laughs> but yeah, man, that was like one of my, I think the hardest part of any of my trips. Um, I also had another trip though. I hope you don't mind if I keep talking, but. Oh no, go I, for it. <laughs> I had another trip where it was uh, me and my two friends from my home. Um, we came up to Penn State for a day just uh -huh. to trip and walk around and stuff. And one of them had graduated before and um, like graduated in 2020 with me, except like we, not, we didn't really trip together or anything. And the other mm -hmm. one goes to Drexel. So he's never been to Penn State. And I was okay. all like, yeah, I'm going to show you guys around. I'm going to show you how I do my psychedelic thing. And it's going to be awesome. <laughs> it's going to be sick. And like, um, I took a tab and they took a tab each, but their tabs were different than mine. It was like a different strain. I don't oh, okay. really know if it matters, but in my head, I think I kind of placebo effect myself into thinking that like, ah, yeah, it does matter. And I was like on a different wavelength than them. <laughs> so like the entire pretty much the entire trip i was like i was kind of like on edge because they weren't really doing what i wanted them to do <laughs> it was it was so weird man and like it was it was definitely like a shit it was i don't even know how to describe it it was just like not what i expected so i i shouldn't have had any expectations to begin with but like it definitely um it was kind of a difficult trip for me. Um, mm. Do you know what I mean? Just because, like, yeah. I wanted to do one thing, but they're all like, oh, let's do this instead. And I'm just like, right, man. Eventually, I kind of just, like, started <laughs> going with the flow, and it was fine. So. Okay. Yeah. That's what you got to do sometimes. You got to let the, let the trip guide you. Yeah, for sure. We went on the search for, uh, like, the sewers, the graffiti sewers, and oh, the clowns. Oh, like, sewer. Yeah, and we we searched for the entire day until it was it was dark out, and we never found <laughs> it. Um, oh man! At, yeah, at at um dawn, maybe dusk. I don't know. Whichever the one, like nightfall. Um, dusk. <laughs> yeah, dusk. Uh, we went to um, or we we picked like this trail, like this really uh kind of dinky trail off the highway, under the highway, and like. It was just like really we had our flashlights on cuz it it was getting like pretty dark. And I like panned my my camera over and we saw a dead deer and we were like holy fuck. Yo. And after that <laughs> after that we just bolted out of there. We were terrified. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> like oh man. It was so close to us and its eyes are oh, it was scary. Oh, and man. I don't know how I didn't notice the smell at first, but like once I saw it, I was like, "God damn, this is disgusting." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Um, how about I want to ask you another question regarding the psychedelics? Um, sure. How do you usually, or do you ever like try to get people who have never tried psychedelics? Like, how do, can you? How do you talk to them about that? Like the topic. How do I talk to them about? Just like psychedelics it. in general. Um, 
yeah, whether it's starting it or whether it's just like bringing it up in conversation, is it ever weird for you or is it usually uh, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't think it's ever really been weird for me. I usually don't talk about it with people if it seems like they're the type of person who would react unfavorably to it. Um, mm -hmm. But like, you know, I've talked with like Josh about it before and like Colin and some other people at Edith. Um, it's usually just me saying, hey, yeah, psychedelics are fun. Here's kind of what happened during it. It's not something to be like scared of. It's it's just a good time with friends, you know? Yeah. That's how I usually approach that um, when I'm trying to get them to come around to their first trip. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing with me is like, I, I genuinely think that psychedelics is like one of the greatest things that have ever happened to me. Like, I'm mm -hmm. so glad that I did them. Um, but I, I want to share it with other people, <laughs> you know, like people who haven't had yeah. the experience yet. And I don't really know how to do it because I, I feel like um, to a certain degree, I'm kind of like a, a preacher, like um, someone who's trying to like push a faith onto someone else. <laughs> and I, that's like not exactly what I want to do. I want them to be willing right. to like willing to try it themselves. So, right. Yeah, it's 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 just been hard for me to like kind of bring it up in conversation and be like, I think you should do psychedelics with me. Not some cool stuff, you know, just a general outline, kind of, yeah, in a nice way. And then, because that's if you if you get too in depth, it scares some people off. They're like, Oh, I don't want to be in that weird headspace. Right, right. But then, if you prime them loosely and favorably, it just seems like they get in there and then they're like, Oh, oh, <laughs> and psychedelic kind of does the work for yourself, yeah, that's true, that's very um, true. Sorry, were you going to say something else? I had a thought, but uh, I'll just throw it in there. This is completely random, non-sequitur thought that popped into my head because we were talking about psychedelics. Yeah, go for the it. The best movie, I maintain that the absolute best movie you can possibly watch when you are tripping, at least on acid, probably on shrooms or any other psychedelic, is Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, I love that, that movie. Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen it while you were tripping? No, I haven't. <laughs> watch it while you are tripping. That's awesome. Trust me. Watch that movie while you are tripping. That is so fucking good. Yeah, man. I'm sure. Just, oh, Honestly, oh, I think that's like, oh. that might be one of my favorite movies ever, uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. It's really awesome. Um, if you haven't watched Into the Spider-Verse before, you should definitely check it out. Um, especially if you get the chance to watch it on Shrooms or Acid. <laughs> so awesome um kind of like a different uh like a really different uh break off section um did you ever end up reading that book i gave you uh the defining decade defining decade it's uh, right here on my nightstand i've gotten a couple pages into it uh, <laughs> nice. not much farther because i've been i've been pretty busy lately yeah for sure i i really like that book um if you ever finish it I would like you to uh, pass it on to someone else, even if you don't finish it. Sounds good. Yeah, it, like I just genuinely think I'll probably finish it. Yeah, I, I genuinely think that like the information is is very helpful, and 
you know, if I if I didn't share it with other mm-hmm. people, then I think it wouldn't do any good just sitting in my room, you know. But yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, uh, I hope you pass it on. <laughs> um, the book I'm reading right now, How to Change Your Mind. I've been reading like like two pages a day, two pages a night, like uh, right before I go to bed, and you know, there there are definitely nights where I like I don't want to, I just don't read at all because I'm like, ah, fuck it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's been working pretty well for me. I'm making progress. I like it's probably been like two months since I started this book. Maybe a month. I don't know, but you know, it's the it's the progress that counts. I think, but yeah, definitely. Uh, ben Dixon, I want I want to like. Progress. Oh, sorry, Ben. I want to ask you my favorite question now. Uh, what do you think your greatest mm. strength is? Ooh, my greatest strength. I mean, I guess if I had to say, it'd be my patience. Mm. I'm not. I'm not too easily annoyed or angered or aggravated especially when it comes to people i'm pretty good at uh i don't know keeping my cool yeah no that's definitely like an important i think it's like a very special uh personality to have like patience um i know for a fact that i'm not an incredibly patient person like uh usually if I want something, I I will try really hard to get it, even if it like and that that can like bite me in the butt a lot in terms of like um, mm. with just being too eager. I think eager is like a good word for it, but yeah, yeah, definitely. I I could use like a lot more patience in my life. Do you have an example of like when it's really pulled off for you or like really um really helped you? Like that was like. Yes, thank you, patience. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my summer job for the past like three years or so was uh coaching a dive team mm. back home in Washington. And uh so I was working with kids a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um and my oldest was like seventeen, my youngest was like four. Nice big age range, but uh yeah, there's a lot of a lot of rambunctious kids on this dive team. So I just, I don't know. I really had to <laughs> stay on their level because what I found, at least with coaching, is that a uh, best way to get the kids to listen to you and to you know focus on what's going on is to make what's going on fun for them. But every kid has their own definition of fun, and most of the time, their definition of fun is. I'm not going to do what you tell me to do. And I'm just going to mess around and try to annoy you. Mm. And so a lot of the times I'd go to practice and they'd be like, come close to the water so I can splash you or something like that. You know, because <laughs> they're being kids. Yeah. Um, and so one of the biggest challenges of that job was trying to balance productive time with fun time in a way that the kids like would actually, you know, learn how to dive and everything, but also, not feel like showing up to practice was like work or right, chore right. or anything like that, you know? Yeah. I kind of have a, a similar experience, not really with um, coaching a dive team, but um, teaching a symbol line. Like it, it was really hard. Cause like symbols requires a lot of like physical endurance, like just holding up the instrument mm. on your arms. It's like, it can be very taxing. Yeah. It's heavy. Yeah. So the, I think I found the most, um, 
the best way for me to teach these kids and to get them to do what I want was simply just get them interested in what I'm interested in. So I would show them like a really cool visual that like I do all the time or something. And they would just mm-hmm. be obsessed with it. They'd be doing it in their free time. Like <laughs> it, it was just like, it's so, so much easier to get what I want if I get other people on board as well. And mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, let's, let's move on to our final question. Um, ben, do you have any advice for your listeners? Hmm. Any advice for my listeners? Um, aside from watch Into the Spider-Verse next time you do okay. Acid, uh, yeah, I would say my my general life advice is always try to give people that you don't know the benefit of the doubt. Because I think in general that'll make your life less stressful and a little easier. And usually it makes people a little more uh, amicable towards you just in general, you know? Yeah, for sure. Don't 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 rail on people when you don't know what's going on. Just let them live their life. Take it easy. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's like some really awesome advice. Yeah. I really like that actually. So, all right, thank you so much Ben for being on the podcast. Um Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me, man. This is fun. Sure. And thank you for listening to the podcast. So, peace out, guys.